0: Talk to me, boys. How I am, man? How's the week been, man? <laughs> Next question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's this? Let's talk about something exciting.
0: <laughs> What's some, something exciting? Fuck. Europa, man.
1: Hey, actually, the be- the blue abroad thing yesterday that me and Joe went to was actually good, Jules. You would have loved it. It was good? Yeah. It was genuinely... About eight of us outside, and when I mean talking shop, Joe. I was fucked. Hey, Jules, actually, like, we'll, we're all talking about round one, but it went from excitement to anger.
2: Very quickly. Very, very quickly. Well, it looked like tell what it looked like? It looked like something out of underbelly blokes. <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 46 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast brought to you by the Blue Broad Podcast Network and ProForm Personal Training. I'm Joe. What an episode today. This is it. It's like by the time this episode drops, it's like Christmas Eve, one sleep until the footy season starts.
0: Yeah, it's a big, it's a big,
2: big week, isn't it boys? I'm here, as you can hear, one of them. I, I can, I'm here with my two co-hosts, Dan and Jules. Jules is back this week. He decided didn't want to show up last week, so that's yeah, all right. A,
0: Good to have you back. Yeah, thanks, boys. Just had to had to take some leave, had some things, had to get, get in order, you know. So, But, um, Bill, I just want to make sure, you know, I know it's not really not this week. Usually it's other times of the year where we usually ask these questions, but I think we should be able to ask these questions, um, you know, daily or weekly, just to make them. You've got to check in to see if everyone's all right. So, Joe. Are you all right? You feeling all right today? I'm all right. <laughs> well, I'm just making sure because you're a bit edgy. Ask Dan. <laughs> Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Ask nah. Dan. Me, me and Dan were dancing, we we're jeweling. It was good. But you you had no energy, you had no vibe about you. Well, when I've got when I've got
2: one person saying, Oh, let's start the podcast, I've got to be somewhere. And then that same person goes, Oh, Jules, put on a song so we can dance together for three minutes. How are you, Dan?
1: Yeah, good. I was waiting for my intro so I could get involved in the conversation. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, man. Oh, I'm right. I agree, Jules. He's a bit edgy, hey. Oh
2: You know why I'm edgy? Do you know why? why? Do you really want to know why? Because I'm fucking excited for this season. Yeah, man. round
1: one, boys. Yeah, it's I, a
2: bit... oh, I can't I actually can't wait. We're, we're one, wait, you... one sleep away from yesterday. the season.
1: Yesterday, we well, well, we'll talk about we'll yeah. talk about what we did yesterday. Saturday.
2: Remember the podcast drops later in the week. Oh, yeah.
1: Saturday. <laughs> it's like Saturday. In quotations.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Before we get into it, I just want to thank the listeners again um, for tuning in. It's uh, it's ramping up with the season obviously, you know, getting a little bit closer. So if you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an OG, welcome back. Um, You can use the link tree in our Instagram profile for all your Almost Blues Brothers needs. There's links to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, anything you need there. All our social platforms and our email, that's all in the link tree in our Instagram profile. Um, If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can rate us. Boys, now a couple of weeks ago, I said I was the only one that rated the podcast. No longer. No longer. Apparently, a few others think that we're five stars, so we'll take that.
1: What is it, 27?
2: No, I
0: think there's about 19. Oh, okay. I think Joe he's, probably, been he's been raving on about it, hasn't he? I love like, it. I love it. It's, every it's day, good. he's been checking in on it and letting me know how, how we've been going five it's stars. Like, it's nice, man. It's good feedback.
1: How many people do you have in your family?
2: 19? Oh, uh, yeah. 20, <laughs> 22,
0: 23. He's <laughs> been <Yeah. laughs> making his own accounts.
2: If you have, if you have rated us on Spotify or Apple, thank you. If you haven't hit that five stars if you enjoyed the podcast, it's greatly appreciated. It, and it does help us out. Um, you can also subscribe to notifications for the podcast when new episodes drop. Now, yes, Dan, Saturday. What do we have?
1: Blue Abroad. Yes. Um, season launch. Um, which is really good. Tez put on and H Cafe. His his parents' cafe on High Street. In front on High Street. It was actually a really good. Jules, you would have loved it. It was literally just carton non-stop carton talk and For like three hours and sliders and bruschetta. Jules. Pub
2: walked, walked in. He hadn't he hadn't eaten. I, no bullshit. He ate eight sliders within the space of twenty minutes. funny <laughs> <But laughs> listen to this. Is
1: that Jules? Listen to this though. But when I walked in there, I was obviously just finished work and I was in my pro form gear. Someone, one of the waiters, went up to me and goes, Excuse me, sir, I think you're at the wrong function.
2: <laughs> it looked like you just walked in off the street
1: because I beeline be-li- to the sliders. Tiptoe, what do you want?
2: oh that no goes. it was it was a good day it was good to meet and see a few of the uh of the listeners there on saturday um well done to terry like dan said it was a great afternoon good vibe good buzz about it and like dan said it was just carlton non-stop and everyone was everyone was up and about every like literally everyone was up and about
1: for at one stage i reckon the whole of high street thornbury would have heard us because we'll how how how
2: I was walking up to the joint and I could hear it from – I could hear the noise coming out of H from genuinely 100 metres away. I'm going, who's having a party? And as I got closer, I realised it was it was the Blue Broad season launch. It was good. Very good day. Very good day. So why don't you, Tez? Jules, you'll be here for the next one, surely.
0: Yeah, I'm just – you know, obviously it's good just to be around Carlton people in general. You know, some of the stories that you would have heard and, and you know, memories that you would have shared and, you know, obviously looking towards the future of this season, it would have been – um, yeah, something that I would have looked forward to being there. Obviously, unfortunate, but um, I'll definitely be at the next one, Luis.
1: We it. are we are excited, Jules, to have you back.
2: It's yeah. not long. For the listeners, Jules, back, Jules is back end of June. So back in Melbourne, in, in Australia. So that, it's exciting. We are looking forward to having you back, bloke. I know we say in the podcast, we don't miss you. Well, we don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that's not necessarily true, but we, we don't.
1: <laughs> we don't because he calls us every week. So that's how can true. you miss him? That's true. <laughs> true. Boys, we're a massive show
2: today. This is this is it. This is you know the 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 curtain raiser. If you want to call it for our season, for the footy season, for Carlton season, this is it. So full AFL season preview and predictions to kick things off today. We're going to go through that in terms of top eights and minor premiers and whatnot. Just what we're seeing around the league. Um, and then a round one preview of Carlton versus Richmond, um, including our predicted uh, mixed best 22 lineup that'll take the field on Thursday night that we believe will take the field. Just quickly before we get into it, well done to the AFLW girls. I don't know if you say well done, but unfortunately they fell just short of another finals berth. Lost by a point to Melbourne. I'm, I'm pretty sure it would have got them there. So it's what it is. Dust yourself off. Learn from it. Be better. Come August. Got to win games at the start of the season,
1: girls. It's crucial. You can't, it's you crucial. can't,
2: can't lose your first five or six straight, whatever it was. So that's yeah. all right. Go again. Come August. Is there
0: is there a potential for the AFL Women's next season for it to go a bit longer, or what's the talk around that? Do you
2: know, I don't think it's going to go longer. It's starting earlier. It's starting in August in the pre-finals bye for the men's fixture, and then okay. they'll be finishing at the start of December. So I think that's about what they play now. Right. Just so coming why, a little bit early Why on. did
0: they want to push it earlier? Do you know what the reasons behind that was? Or are you, are we actually, I actually
1: do I think it'd be for the potential for it to go longer. Probably eventually they wanted to go longer. But i think so it's going to go maybe, longer?
0: Or do you think it may be because the potential to go from summer to winter?
2: I, I was thinking nah. maybe summer. I was thinking maybe summer. It's hot, man, when they play. It's hot. What, like now? Yeah, it's hot. That's what maybe I'm saying. Really so
0: like now... If they're going to go from August to what December? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you don't think this is season after that, so the twenty twenty three season, whatever it is, do you reckon it'll be they'll go into winter like the men? Maybe. Maybe
2: once they've got a full they full won't. slate of teams and and it starts to extend, maybe, but not. I don't think it'll be in the near future.
1: Anyway, now we need to build the league first. <clears throat> need to get more teams.
2: I think it'll get there eventually, but it won't be in the next couple of years. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Without any, Jules, you take it today. Without any further ado. Let's get into it.
0: All
2: right, AFL season preview for 2022. I just hope, I don't know what you boys think, but we've had two years of COVID interruptions and bullshit in terms of hubs and, you know. Play like teams being locked out of states and all that sort of thing. I hope that's not going to be the case. Don't
1: talk about that. It's behind us now. That's it.
2: That's what I'm thinking.
1: That, uh, we don't need to worry about any
0: – at, in, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, boys, um, you know, we have to deal with – and I think Voss has sort of stated this kind of, um, you know, in, in his press conference and whatnot. Um, you got to deal with whatever's thrown at you. You know, so at the end of the day, whatever happens, we you deal with it and you move on and you make sure you, you know, you, in that moment, you do what best um, the best you can to your ability. So um, at the end of the day, that's what I see, um, you know, that we have to do. We have to make sure we have that mindset no matter what. So whatever's uh, thrown at us, we've th- got to deal with it. I just think I don't see us going backwards.
1: I still think the Perth clubs might be in a bit of strife from what's going on there.
2: Well, there's still a, there restrictions. The Premier's still putting restrictions. He hasn't He hasn't ruled out the fact that they might go into another lockdown. Oh, because they're,
1: they're still part of Australia, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <you've still laughs> got to about
2: them, right? So they might be in a bit of if strife. If there's a hub, it might be for them. But I can't see it happening across the s Don't right? go
1: backwards. Through South
2: Australia and whatnot. I don't think it's going to happen. So fingers crossed we get a regular season again that we know and that we love. Um, however, as part it's of that, as part of this season, well, as part of this season, we've got – basically the AFL has taken on what the NBA have done, and that's having a top-up list of COVID, COVID players mm. in quotations. So the way it works is you've got 20 players to pick from from your reserves. Um, if you don't have a reserves affiliate, you can pick from, I believe, other reserves affiliates Correct. if that player hasn't been used already. So once oh. that player is used, no one else can use them as a COVID top-up player, but they can still be selected in the mid-season draft from another team. So that's how it's going to work. Basically, if a player goes into health and safety protocols, as as it's now known, um, due to COVID, which is ten days, ten days, yeah, um, you'll be able to
1: pick from that top up list of players. Listen, I think I think it's a good system. It works for the NBA, doesn't it? It kept the, it kept the league going in the NBA, um, and I think for us, it's going to work.
0: So I, I like it. Keep keep yeah, the league I think going. Otherwise. Sort of inevit- inevitable, boys, isn't it? Like in terms of obviously the players do have to self isolate and everything like that. It's just something that we have to manage um, throughout the course of, the, or every team has to manage throughout the course of the, te- the course of the season. I like it as
1: well. Sorry, Jules, I like it as well. To be honest with you, to give other players an opportunity.
0: Yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And who knows? There might be some you know diamonds in the rough there. Um, but do you reckon there there they will come a time in maybe the near future or? Possibly next season, where that, you know, it'll come a time where you don't have to self isolate because of those reasons.
2: Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a medical professional or a doctor. I think my opinion, You're not versus, uh, I think my opinion versus what the medical advice
1: would be is very different. So I'm not, I'm not even going to go there. Let, I, I'm really let, not. Let's just say, let's just say I thought there was only going to be one lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, three
2: hundred days later, mm. <laughs> lost a year of our lives. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's anyway. move on. No more COVID. Talk no, that's it. Day. That's it. So that's good. Pissing me off. The other, the other big bit of news for the <laughs> AFL season, the AFL season is the new, the new umpiring interpretations. So we spoke about the umpire abuse last week. We covered that. Um, the other one this year is a crackdown on the holding the ball rule. So there's going to be a much stricter – now, I don't know. I don't even know what this means. They say this every year. It's going to be a much stricter interpretation of holding the ball. Now, I don't know what that means, but potentially it may be that if you're in a tackle and you drop it, you know, we see players just drop it as soon as they get tackled. Yeah. For me, that's holding the ball. Correct. Or it's incorrect disposal. You can't do that. You can't drop the ball. So hopefully that's what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. There's. I don't know. I've seen some dodgy, not dodgy ones, but I've seen some ones where literally they've just received the ball, literally had one second, and they've been tackled. Didn't drop the ball, or or, you know, obviously didn't even try to dispose it because they couldn't. Um, And it's been they've been pinned for holding the ball. So I don't know. It's one of those ones where it's a fine line. Um, They're going to get some right. They're going to get some wrong. you know like they have done in the past but i think if they do dispose of it incorrectly then like i do i agree with you joe so um i agree with you there
1: i think the
0: thing that worries me as it has in the past is with all
1: these rule changes inconsistency of umpire decisions and we've seen it haven't we how many times have we seen it with different decisions or different rule changes where there's just
0: that much inconsistency it ruins the game and it ruins the way in which yeah. play. And then on top of that, the start of the season, they usually go very harsh on it. But then obviously after, as the, as the course of season does go on, they get a bit more lenient. Um, and then there might be some coaches in the, in the AFL world where they might have a bit of complaints about it. And then they go a bit more strict on it again. And then it drops off. And then in the final series, it's like, it's free for all. Because <laughs> I just want the game to try and flow just for the pure entertainment factor. So, Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit interesting. They've just got to make sure they, you know, adjudicate it accordingly to the rules as best as they can possibly for a a consistent time, you know.
1: That's right. You just need consistency. That's all we ask across every game that's played for every round is consistency. That way they're... We're not having to blame the umpires for the
2: results. I tend to agree. And the better games are always the ones where the umpire puts the whistle away.
1: Correct. Like, uh, call it if it's there, but
2: don't look for it. That's the, that's, I think that's the difference. They need to stop looking for it and only call it if they see it. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, we're about to move into our predictions, our preseason predictions for what we think is going to happen throughout the season, top eights and whatnot. But I don't know if you boys have watched it, KO. Fox, well Jules, you can't watch it. Oh, it might be on your watch AFL app. But anyway, there's a doco on Melbourne's rice last season. It's called Every Heart Beats True. I watched it today. Cool. I got emotional, man. Did you I got emotional thinking about it'll be us one day.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Can like you? all the stories about the hardships. and Bolton. Like, just all the bullshit. And like, and, like, some of the players that have passed on and all that, and you do it for them in those times. And some of the players that missed out, wh- give it a watch. Give it a watch.
0: Like, oh, they had 60
2: years, man. Yeah, 57 years. Oh, what, had what, are what are we, 27?
1: It's funny you mention that, Joe, because I remember yesterday we were sitting there at the front of the cafe, and I just – I was looking around at everyone. Remember? And I turned to you and I go – Fuck! How good's it gonna be? Like I pictured, what we we're doing there at the front of the cafe with all the current supporters together when we win a premiership. Yeah, to process that, like the, th-
0: the thing is, yeah, it's like when you win a premiership, but it's also even like the build up. What do you do pre-game? You mm-hmm. know, obviously you're gonna go to a pub, have a few drinks with your your friends, family, and, and you know, and obviously your yeah your broader circle of friends, I guess, or in a fan in a in a family in, in some way as well with the carlton obviously the carlton supporters as well where, wherever you are and then obviously you hit the walk to the ground and you thought of, you know that's that, that smell and the atmosphere um you know and the you know and you're sort of thinking about the game what could happen and um you know and then moments throughout the course of the game where you have those big moments like the boss well, the that was and, that was
2: the part you know, that was the part that got me because they relive when Mel that last minute of the third third quarter and they go through it and, like with all the yes. players, the emotions they felt and the fans and man, like just give it a watch if you can. Have a look if it's on your watch AFL out Jules over there. It's worth
0: a watch. Because all grand finals have those big moments that turn turn the yep. game.
2: Yeah, that's it. Now, oh yeah.
0: yeah. So that was you know, something was- different, huh?
2: Last year's grand final was something different. I've, I've turns, never seen anything like that in my life. No, nah, never.
1: Not a, not, a, not a change in momentum. The like way
2: that. momentum swung within a minute was
0: ridiculous. One minute, well, they lost the game. That's football, boys. I we call it now, particularly now with the six-six-six rule, and if you have a team, or, or not even a team, a midfield, that's very good in and around the contest with space from the centre bounce, good luck. Who
2: was saying it yesterday? Was it Mars? He saying who invented the, the premiership quarter? That was us. Joe you know who invented the premiership minute? <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> Literally within a minute they won oh, the flag. Man. One minute. That's it. Yeah. And they just iced it. Unbelievable. Anyway. We
1: were talking about that, Jules, about the third quarter, and that's when Mars made that comment because I was saying that I want to see the biggest third quarter I've ever seen from us in – Round one. We'll get
2: to round one in a minute. Before we do, let's, let's game get, changer. Before we do, let's get into uh, what we have for our AFL twenty twenty two season predictions. So, Jules, have you got yours there written down with everything that we spoke about?
0: Yep.
2: All right. So we're gonna start with minor premier and top eight. So I'll I'll, I'll kick things off. For me, minor premier is going to be Brisbane. They look really strong in the preseason. I think they play a lot, like they'll win all their games at home. That'll set them up really well. And they look like they're ready to make a jump. They do look like they're ready to make a jump. I don't think they're going to make an impact in finals. I think home and away season, they'll lock up. So I've got Brisbane, Bulldogs, Melbourne, Sydney. That's my top four. Um, And then I've got Port Adelaide, Richmond, Carlton, and Essendon to round out the top eight.
1: POV. Nice. So I've gone, I've gone actually fairly different to you. I've gone with Melbourne Minor Premiers. Yep. I think they're the benchmark. Yep. I'm sorry. Regardless of their pre-season match against us, um, I think come when there's something to play for, I think this team's well drilled. Um, then I've gone top eight. I've gone Melbourne, Bulldogs, Port, Brisbane. Um, Sydney just out of top four. Uh, into us,
0: Geelong, Essendon. So you got us sixth. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> All right, and I've got uh, Melbourne minor premiers, Bulldogs, Brisbane, Port, Sydney, Richmond, Carlton, and Geelong. All right, so within that, Jules, you are the only one that had Geelong in the top eight. So no, for me, yeah. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I just think Geelong's home ground advantage at um, at GMHBA is um, crucial for them. That's so, why I Yeah, Sorry. that's why I think they, they'll 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 get in, but they won't be pushing top four. I didn't say you had it there,
2: Dan. So basically, I was the only one that didn't have him in. I just think it's got they're going to fall off at some point. I don't care about their home ground advantage. They're too old. They're too slow. And the game this year looks like it's going to be quicker from what I saw in the preseason. It looks like it's going to be a quicker game. I think they're too slow. They're too slow. And it will catch up with them eventually. You can't play that brand of football and just win games because you play at home. Teams it's are making, working out. Yeah.
0: I just, I think, just think the way the ground is, it suits them. They they're trained there. You say they're slow. They're closer to their opponent there at GMHBA. There's less space there. So, um, in terms of that kind of aspect of it, Joe, but it's I'm not like uh, but it's not like them. they haven't
2: lo- but it's not like they haven't lost there. Melbourne beat them in the last round. Like yeah, they but, can
0: be beaten, Joe. But it's Melbourne that beat them.
2: They're, I understand quality
1: at home, and you got Jeremy Cameron and Tomahawk that you got to face as well. Yeah, that's you don't take that lightly. I'm sorry, I'm
2: not taking it lightly. I'm not taking it lightly. I just think that they've got to fall one year, and I just think this is going to be it.
1: Well, hopefully, you're right.
2: Comeback finals every year, man. Good luck to you and your tips. Let's go. (laughs) The other one, and both me and Jules had Richmond in. Dan, left him out. Yeah, I reckon they're
1: going to be shit. (laughs) It actually leads me into my pod predicts.
2: So you go from Geelong, who's old, slow as all fuck, to going, yeah, they're a lock, to Richmond, who look like they're actually about to take a step again. No. All
1: right. right. I don't see him in there. All right. I don't. Couple injuries, forget about it. I don't see them in there. I think a couple injuries will hurt them. I don't think they have enough depth. Fair enough. That's what I think. That's why I haven't put them in there. Fair enough. But you saw it, yeah, back into last year. What did they do back into last
0: year? Yeah, I just, no I casting. just feel, yeah, I just feel, um, you know, throughout the course of particularly the from, you know, around six, seven, eight onwards, they had a range of different injuries and you know a reoccurring injury. So I feel like as if they, as long as they have a really good, um, you know. Injury-free list for the majority of the season, I still think they'll make top eight. Whether they'll be pushing for top four, I don't think so. But, yeah, I still think they'll make top eight. I'm with you, Jules. Um, all right, Premiers, I've got Melbourne. Dogs. Um, premiers, I've gone Dogs.
2: So, Dan, you go Melbourne's benchmark, but you don't see him win the flag. No, nah, because I reckon the Dogs
1: will pip them. Yeah.
2: I, I think they want blood. All right. My runner-up, Sydney. I think Sydney's going to make a splash this year. I've got Sydney making the grand final with Melbourne and, and losing to the Ds. Who have you got? Runner-up? Yeah, Brisbane. So you don't even have Melbourne making the grand final? No. <laughs> Benchmark? Yeah, not for bench. the season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't get it.
0: I don't understand, Jules. I don't understand either. I understand well, your line of well, thinking. I, I understand both of your lines of thinking.
1: I'm sorry. F- finals is a very different ball kettle of fish than what a normal the normal season is, isn't it? All right. Is it not? Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Because he's laughing. at me when I said okay. Harry Mackay Coleman last okay, year. Okay, so
2: hold on, so hold on. Finals is different. It's contested footy, yeah? Yeah. Who's the best contested team of the club? <laughs> <It> doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> I don't it's, understand. Yeah, Bulldogs. No, nah, wrong. wrong. Wrong.
0: Anyway, boys. Um and my and my minor prems are um, sorry, um, I got minor Western Bulldogs. Like, sorry, not minor. Um, flag Bulldogs, and then uh, runner-up. I had in Brisbane. Right, oh, so you both had Brisbane runner-up.
1: Oh, I mean, oh it's... okay. So now it's all
0: right. Well, Jules so didn't... now Jules,
1: because you've gone, you've gone the same as me. Huh? It's all right. Jules didn't say that on the benchmark. Blow I don't him. care. I Yeah, minutes. because I'll get the job done in the regular season. Huh? <laughs> all right, all right. Move on. Move on. Move sorry, on. Sorry, Jules, you said it. So it's move good. on.
2: We'll move on. We'll move on. Wooden spoon. We all have the same. Yeah, they home. look they look rubbish. Yeah, but
1: West Coast can be there or there. West Coast
2: could be there, but I, I, we've all gone Hawthorne. I think Hawthorne are in for a rebuild.
0: I don't I'm think I don't think West I think West Coast will be they're not gonna finish last. They'll be they'll be bad, but I don't think they'll finish last or any, anywhere close. I still think though, just because the um the their stadium off the stadium of home ground advantage, I think they'll put him in better stead.
2: Hawthorne just don't look like they're anywhere near it. Yeah, I think they're in a bit of a turnover. Period, to be
0: honest
2: with you, yeah, they've had a lot of turnover in a very short period of time, and lost Clarkson. Like that's your biggest loss, so it's going to take time. Coleman, Dan, you just said it. I'll back. I'll, I, we gave you props last year. I'll do it again. You did well last year. You picked Harry. So well done. Who you got this year? Sam. <laughs> How many is he kicking? What did I say here, sixty-four. No, you said no, you swap. Jules said seventy. Oh, Jules did say seventy. You're right. So, so Jules you had Harry with seventy.
0: Is that right? Yeah, I had Harry with seventy. Yeah, I've I got Harry. I just think, think he's three. he missed three games or so, and obviously I reckon he's gonna have a better year. Um, I think the likes of Charlie um and the forward find forward line potentially functioning a lot better under the boss. So I just think he'll have a have a better year, boys. Can I read you
1: something that I read today okay. about Harry? And it was Inspirational. Have you got it ready? Because if you don't, I want to yeah. say, all right, go. Look at this. And if this doesn't give you goosebumps about the guy and just where his head, head, like his mindset's at, is unbelievable. You can't control how many goals you kick or how many marks you take, but you can control what kind of teammate you are and what you're doing without the ball to help the team and kind of all the actions within that. Within my role, the number one thing I look as a key forward is the ability to halve... Contests, So bringing the ball to ground or marking being predictable for my smalls and the team. That's something I really like to pry myself on. Yeah. He's a gun. Like Come that's, on. that's a, that's, that's a smart
2: football, team mentality. Superstar mentality. Superstar mentality. That is. Yeah. I don't know. This was hard for me. I, I went Harry with 62 in the end, but with Charlie back in, if Charlie plays majority of games, I don't know how that's going to affect him in terms of his output. I was
1: I'm in an Ring with Max King to be honest. Well,
2: I had King initially hmm. with uh, the same similar amount of, of goals, but then I went. I don't think Saint Kilda are going to be what they need to be, what they what they're promising to be. Um, and then I looked. At, the, the other thing was I looked around the comp. I went through each team. I went, who's their key forward? <laughs> There's really no one else. I mean, Tom Lynch, all right, at Richmond, but he's still got Reebot next to him, he's never never made that big of a splash, hmm. right? You've Hawkins and Cameron who take goals off each other every single other week. So they're likely not going to win it. Either of them are going to... Buddy and Papley. Buddy won't play enough games. No. Like, there's really no one else. It just went straight Harry, back to back. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, sick. Brownlow.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brownlow. <laughs> Jules. Uh, Walsh. Bob. Bond. I got Jack Steele. So i gone all different. Three really different. I oh, think through a bit. bit of a spanner in the works, Joe.
1: You didn't mention that
2: pre-show. I said I had Jack Steele.
1: He has mentioned it a few times prior to this podcast. I, I love Jack Steele. I he'll
2: go to another level this year. And I I know and the thing is, this is we'll just say with St. Kilda, they're not gonna be what I think they're gonna be. And he's really the only one that you look at in that side that goes. He'll play every week. Like, he's going to give you something every week. He'll poll yeah. in losses because there's no one else taking votes off him. He'll get his BOGs and wins because he's the one that's going to drive it. Like, that's where I look at. Whereas with, like, Bont, for instance. Hill McRae. There's too many midfielders around I him. Know, but he's
1: still, yeah. he's still, he's still dominated can, there's regardless. there's too many midfielders around
2: him. Walsh, I was umming and ahhing. I think it's too early, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong. Early.
0: I don't know. I just think he's and he the, first, he he the
2: first. he missed the first two games.
0: Two or three, yeah two or three games, but I just think he's primed boys for a, a big year. I just think he's he's ready, particularly with the um the midfield the way it's going to function this year. you can see it in the in the first two preseason games that we had um the way they' were moving the ball um with handball and run. I just think that is going to suit him to a tee. Mm.
1: The only other player that I was thinking
0: that might or oh, there's a few like it's the brown though at the end of the day. <laughs>
1: But I don't mind as well for your reason where you're saying about the only midfielder. I think Cam Guthrie can have a massive, massive year. Oh,
2: that's a massive
1: huge smokey. statement. That's I always rip out smokey. I always do that though. <laughs> <laughs> I rip out a
2: smoke every year. I always do that. <laughs> Is that a
0: one-year? second the year of the podcast. <laughs> no, previously.
2: Second year of the podcast. Yeah, like, like, is,
0: like, he's been, like he's been doing it in Prop pubs Predicts. Well, I've,
1: <laughs> I've been punting for a while.
2: <laughs> well, we'll get into pub Predicts in a minute. We've got two more, two more to cover off. Rising star, I had Jason Horn Francis from North. Kid's a freak. Goal kicker, wins the ball, wins his own ball. Who'd you both have? Uh, and I know you both had, but go,
0: go. Three, on. Three two, one. Nick Daycos.
2: Uh, that'll probably break up in the audio. I don't know if you're listening. You didn't hear that. It <laughs> Dacos. was Nick Daycos. Nick Nick Daycos from the Pies. Nick Daycos. <laughs> do you know why I don't think he'll get it? Do you want? Do you really want to know why? Why? North will improve. Collingwood won't. Horn Francis wins his own footy. And for me, I've watched enough of Nick Dacos now. He can win his own ball, but he gets his majority of touches in the back half. Just watch him, please. I did. I saw. Uncontested. It's flashy. He's a great kick, great user of the ball. But in terms of winning the ball and putting your team on your back, I don't think that's him. Not yet. That's a big call because I know a lot of people rate Nick Dacos, but I've watched him too closely Mm. to know that he's not as contested as what he is uncontested. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Yeah, I just, I just don't know if that's, you know, it's relevant in the grand scheme of things. But obviously for the for the rising star, I just think what Dakos can do with ball in hand, um, and I think that's more so what the rising star is about. What you can do with ball in hand. So I feel like as if he'll have a good year and, um, yeah, potentially have a have a big one, boys.
2: We'll see. We'll see. Carlton BNF. That's an easy one. Well, actually, all three of us. Just- yeah. It's going, take, it's going to take something to beat him so maybe weeders weeders might have big year so it's i think mean it's one of those unless i mean, Kripper, Kripper could bounce back yeah so no it might not be that straightforward but anyway you got to, you got to back in walsh just with what he did last year so that's uh that's it for the season yeah. preview and we'll, we'll we'll review this mid season we'll do our mid season preview or and review Um, And we'll see how accurate we are midway through the season then obviously at the end of the season. So we'll post these to socials. You can have a scroll. Pov, is it back? I'm excited. Pov predicts.
1: Boys, the time has come where I lose money. (laughs) All right. Pov predicts back in business now i'm just going with i just want to focus on our game okay that's all i'm doing it's a good lead in because i've seen very very good value okay on one market carlton plus 15 and a half at a dollar 90. wow i'm sorry if you just want to load on that just go on that (laughs) (laughs) that's my opinion anyway how's that but for the sake of the show i've got to put a multi because otherwise Joe will get angry. So <laughs> this is
2: your secret.
1: <laughs> so I've gone, I've gone Carlton at the line, 15 and a half. Get on now because that'll crunch, I reckon. <laughs> Kennedy 20 plus chera 20 plus and Charlie Kerner, anytime goal scorer. Paying $3.30. It's a good multi. That's where we're at. That's not multi bad. number one. That's not bad. Yeah first one for the season just get the ball rolling chuck a 50 on it you've got 150 <laughs> old profit no no sorry 100 dollar profit yeah just gamble, gamble responsibly or don't oh please <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not a bad. multi that's a good multi so put it up on I the social it sounds like
0: Nathan brown <laughs> brought to you my sports <laughs> I might do a little because hey, gonna- hey 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 wait don't what? don't do any fucking sponsorship here yeah Unless we get any income from them, don't mention them.
2: Oh, we've had no bites. So yeah, I don't really want to mention. just go fake sponsorships for now. Don't <laughs> we'll just say we're sponsored by these, these people, but we're not. It sounds more professional.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we should anyway, start our
1: own gambling agency. We can. Um, oh, is that done? Bob no, Lips? no. I just want to say, like, I'm going to throw out another one out there. Oh. <laughs> no, because that's just on round one. Oh. But I normally do a head-to-header. Don't I know?
2: Yeah, but- Anyway, I will
1: post on the socials because Joe's on the time.
2: No, I'm on the time limit today. If you want to go, go. All right, Pop's got another one, a head to head for round yeah. one. Let's go. Actually, you know what? I've got one. All right. I actually
1: do. I didn't know it was called Joe Predicts. <laughs> Where is it? Where's he gone?
2: I've got one. All right. And you tell how's this? You tell me whether or not you agree. I know what it is. No, you don't.
1: Jack Steele.
2: No, 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 no. This is for round one. It's for round one. Here we go. Blues win head-to-head. Yeah. Saints beat the Pies. Yeah. Sydney beat GWS. Yep. Yeah.
1: Brisbane beat Port.
2: In Brisbane. In Brisbane.
1: All right, maybe I'll change to Brisbane at the line. North Melbourne beat Hawthorne. Who, are Brisbane favourites in that game? Oh, they in are, Brisbane, yeah. yeah. And North Melbourne beat Hawthorne. I actually don't mind it. Pop that up. How much is it paying? Huh?
2: How much is it paying? i will
1: pay about 17 bucks.
2: $42. Really?
0: There you go. And you know what? It won't hit. It won't. <laughs> it genuinely won't.
1: <laughs> For all our listeners, that one won't go on the socials.
2: <laughs> anyway, there you go. No, go, Pop predicts same game multi- If you want to lose money with Pob this season, off you go.
1: Anyway, just go on the round one, and then I'll put the other one up in the socials. Done that. All right, that's it for
2: full season preview. And like we said, it's a good lead-in because we've got uh, we've got a round one preview coming up right now. Boys, 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 boys. This is it. This is it, man. Thursday night at the G, the real season opener, yeah. <laughs> the real one, not the fake Wednesday, Wednesday night, night bullshit. bullshit, fuck off. Thursday night at the G, March 17, 7.25 p.m. bounce, Carlton versus Richmond,
0: bang. I love Goosebumps thinking about oh, it. I'm man. actually, I'm actually <laughs> jealous, boys. I'm just picturing you him one. Walking oh, walking to the MCG from my non-news house. Fire.
2: Best. Best. I mean, you'll be back soon enough, but you're missing. A big game. You're missing what I think is going to be very special on Thursday. We're going to go into it now. Uh, the last time we played the Tigers, we lost. That's all that needs to be said about that. <laughs> We've lost the last, what is it, 10, 11? Yeah. Yeah. Since since the 2013 elimination final, how's that? I oh,
1: that's how long it's been. And they've been, like, last year was real disappointing losses. Like that and the, mm-hmm. like Richmond and Collingwood in particular. Yeah. They were real. They were ones that were hard to swallow. Hey. I agree. I agree. We, hey, I'm sorry. Fuck this nice shit. We need, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. We need to beat these. We need to beat them. Just say No, no. no call them what you want to call them. No, I can't. <laughs> Don't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jules. It's a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Nail them. Set a statement for round yeah. from round one. Set a statement for the season and say we're here to play mm-hmm. in a big
0: way. Yeah. Fuck and that. Thing, I'm and sorry. The is, Nail them. Yeah. We're we're primed. We're actually primed for it. Particularly the way Voss and the coaching staff and the players have been talking about in terms of the physicality that and you know um, the intensity and the intent that we want to set in a game. Um, and that we want to be consistent in that factor and always be, um, you know, being able to contest in these kinds of games and every game, um, I think we're primes, boys. So we just need to make sure we bring it for the four quarters. Um, and if we do that, then not only are we in a, in, a, in a chance to win the game, we'll win the game, just purely based on the talent that we have um, and across all lines, you know, from defence, midfield and our, our forward line, um, we do that and, um, you know, have the right mindset, we'll go a long way into winning the game. If they do not give us as supporters four quarters of
1: football, and when I mean football, effort, intent, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't even know what – I don't know what the next podcast will be. I don't, hey. honestly. I, 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 you know what? We were talking about it yesterday at the front of the cafe, and all of us were getting agitated – because we know we've been hurt in the past.
0: Yeah.
2: True? Yeah, I, I said it. I, I said it at the, at the season launch. I don't know how many people. Yeah. The, the thing is, they can't yeah. go
0: on They can't go on and talk about the intent and, and the physicality that they want this to you know, have in the contest and then not bring it. So,
2: this, is, yeah. this is what scares me. This is what scares me, what we're doing now. We're talking about, and I said it how, to how many people, win by six goals. That's, that, that's what I think we're going to do. I, I think we're going to come out and make a statement. And we're all talking about this. We're all talking about how good we look pre-season. We look different, this and that. What we're not talking about is the other possibility. What if, what if, and I want to put it out there, but what
1: if they come out
2: and we get the same
0: shit that we
2: always get?
1: We're not losing round one. We're not. That's it. What if? We are not losing. That's it. If I was Michael Voss. I'm scarred, man. Nah. If I'm Michael Voss, I'll look in every single player's eyes and say, don't come back if we lose this match. (laughs) Don't come Monday. (laughs) Don't come Monday. True, but That's true. I'll play Boyd. Look, win or loss
2: for me won't matter if we go with them for four quarters. But with that said, if we go with them for four quarters, we'll win. We will win. Just show our boys from the start, please. We're begging you. Like, I,
0: I, I think I think we'll know what kind of um, game we're going to have within the first five minutes.
2: Yeah, I agree. With
0: I the agree. tone that we well, set. We're Sorry. either
2: going to be on or we're not. Plain and simple.
1: Against Melbourne in the packie we went on.
2: It's got to be from the start. It
1: has, has to. to be from the start. Has to be, man. Listen, my, my worry isn't. My worry for this side is not that we're going to come out first quarter and go nuts. My worry is second, third, and fourth. Can we sustain it over four quarters? That is my
0: genuine worry with this side. The thing is my worry isn't can we sustain it over four quarters or three quarters or, you know, my worry is that we can sustain it for, you know, three quarters and a half. Of, of the fourth quarter, for example. Oh, but it's a five, I mean. but it's, no, but it's a five ten minute period of whatever quarter it is, where it all goes to shit. And that's my worry, whether it be the first quarter, second quarter, and then you sort of playing um you know catch up. So if it's and in that's the first quarter, yeah, that, that's that's what, that's what I don't
2: want. I can't have to stem
0: the stem the flow. And we I saw that thing against against Melbourne, against Melbourne. Um, we didn't sort of stem the flow. They they still kicked four or five in a row um, from the third to fourth quarter, but they sort of did it over a longer duration. They sort of did it over important. a 20, 30-minute period, um, and you sort of don't mind that. We sort of we were still able to slow the game down. Um, so that was good to see from And I don't know if we actually discussed that in the last um, couple of podcasts or when we did we do did. the review no, of the game. Did
2: did. And it's a, it's a good point. It's a good point because you're right. That's That was the difference was, okay, t- you're still going to cop run of goals. Like every team does. But the way we copped it was different to last year. It wasn't within the space of five minutes at the end of a quarter. It was across, literally across two quarters. It was across two quarters. And I'm okay with that. Stem the flow. If you don't hit the scoreboard, you don't hit the scoreboard. At least you're stopping them from scoring quickly. And we, could, we couldn't really get hit the scoreboard. Ball. We had no one in our fault line. And we still kick five goals in the second half. So for me, it's, it's got to be from the outset. I don't want to be playing catch up. That's what we did last year. That's what we did last year. I want to come out from the start, make a statement, make them chase us, and make them chase us hard. Make them chase us hard. Make it an, a, an effort for them, man. We can't just be a team that rolls over anymore. You got to make a statement against these sides. Yeah, Any memories, sure. boys? Before we get into the breakdown of key
0: matchups in the best twenty-two. There's only one. That one for me. Elimination. That's it. Oh yeah. Like, what else are you going to talk about?
2: No, nah, any, any, any.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, elimination.
2: I've got a very niche one. I like to bring my niche ones in. So, during the week, I remember when I was, like, nine or ten. Remember that? Do you remember there was a period in, like, three or four weeks? Remember when we beat Adelaide, Fev marked it at Football Park on the line, kicked it to win by four points or mm. whatever it was? That, I remember, and I remember during the week, that period, he kicked, like, 21 goals within three weeks. So he kicked seven in that game. He kicked six the week after against Hawthorne, who, Jules, we were at that game with your dad, Eddie had remember that, the Hawthorne game? Mm-hmm. And then after that, we played Richmond. We belted him by 30 points or something, five goals, and he kicked eight. And that was just mm. fair luck announcing himself. Mm. It was genuinely 2004, middle part of the season, just him going, I'm here. I
1: think I was like, well, we had that Richmond game.
2: I, I didn't go to that Richmond game. I might
1: have gone with the Bizarros. You might
2: have gone. I think I did. Yeah, I remember going. I remember going to the Hawthorne game with Jules. I remember watching the Adelaide game at a mate's house. I remember watching the Richmond game at home. Hmm. Those three weeks, anyway. It was one that popped up. I watched the whole game. He he actually tore him apart. It was unbelievable.
1: Boys, like I said, we don't need to tear <laughs> apart. Well, Jules, listen. Obviously, we've spoken about what we want to see, but the the end of the day, we we need to see a result. Like, we can talk about it till the cows come home about what individual aspects we're looking for. But if this team just gives four quarters of intent and effort, matchups around the ground, we've got
0: them covered. I'm sorry. Yeah. If I look, at them, if
1: I look around the ground, we have them covered in spades.
0: Going into matchups, what do you think some key matchups are? <clears throat> Obviously, Dusty's the one. So, yeah, so, who, so when he Hewitt. plays in the center, Hewitt. Hewitt goes to him straight away and runs lets him know he's there all game. Just runs when he plays time. when he plays in the forward half, what's going to happen no, You're not gonna happen
2: there? They've Richmond have said, and I don't know if it's if they're just telling fibs to throw teams off, but what we're hearing is that Dusty's gonna be a midfielder this year, predominantly. It's not they're gonna be those long. To
1: be it's
2: gonna be those long patches up forward. So I think they're
1: gonna play Jules, I think they're gonna have Shy Bolton up there a lot more. So I think they're going to play Shy Bolton because he's dangerous, yeah? Like, I think if anyone really, – I'd
0: probably say – I rate Shy Bolton yeah, he's so a gun. highly, yeah,
1: so he's highly. He's but,
0: George, I, I,
1: if it was me, I think Hewitt could do a job on Martin. I, I'm scared about Shy Bolton more than anything.
2: Yeah, I don't know if we've got any, anyone that matches up on
1: him. Not, not in the air. He's a gun. I'm telling you. Yeah.
2: Like mm. we don't have we don't have that locked at like Plowman's not going to play. We'll go through our best twenty two, and he can I'd kick be,
1: four. He can kick four. Yeah, easily,
2: easily. Yeah, they're they dangerous. Bolton's a good one. Um, Lynch, <clears> I don't know. He it's it's probably not Lynch. It's probably more so Rewalt. Rewalt usually shows up against us. He usually kicks three or four for whatever reason. Even,
0: even even Lynch rocks up against us. I know more so probably in his Gold Coast days. Um, yeah. He's um, but, he, but, in, but in saying yeah. that, I still think McDonald has a lockdown where he just has that role where he doesn't really have to worry about ball in hand and the offensive aspect of it. I think he has, he has, um, plays a vital role in terms of shutting down the opposition key forward. So, mm. um, and I think he'll go to whoever plays closer to goal. I would say,
2: I think where we're going to match him well is in our forward line. I I was was about like about I said, we're going to gonna go through our best 22 in a minute, but they've got a few outs. So they had yeah, Asprey, Asprey right. Did Asprey retire? Asprey retired. Asprey retired. Grimes is out. Grimes. Yeah. And Bolt is up forward now. Yeah. Who have they got?
1: <laughs> Do you reckon Bolt will play forward
2: with Real? We, and
1: I think with this game, I probably think don't this game, he, he won't. No.
2: He, he, you're probably right. He'll probably play more so back. But they also lost to
1: Yeah.
2: Like, their, their defence isn't as rock solid as what it used to be for me with, with, with all those changes. names out. So... I don't know. I think that's where we've got him. Well, let's let's go
0: through our best 22 now. Jules, you you had the defenders, so go. You start. Yeah, so um on the full back, we had I had um Govan, McDonald, and Newman. And then across the half back, I had Williams, Weedering, and Saad. No Doherty? Um, no. Only p- purely the fact because I think he's gonna be playing on the wing. So I'm hoping. Um, I think, Dan, you had the, had the midfield. If you had, if you think he's going to be playing round one, I was hoping that you would have him there. So um, I just think that's the, what's going to happen. I know in the VFL he did play across half-back the majority of the game. Um, but, you know, I still think with the actual senior team, I think it's for the actual team factor in terms of playing for the team and making sure you're doing a role for the team. I just feel like as if him... Being more of that, you know, wingman that probably plays a bit more of a defensive sort of um style wingman, um, and then floating across half back, and then um, with his foot skills and being able to pinpoint targets, um, you know, in the forward half of the grounds, I just feel like as if that's um, a role that's um, suited not only to him but for the team as well. So that's it's why funny, I Jules. That. it's
1: funny, Jules, because you were you were waiting for me and what I was going to come up with my team lineups, but I was looking to see what you'd put across half back because. I didn't actually start with Doc because I thought that you were going to put Doc off half-back. No, I, 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 didn't,
0: said, put, I didn't put Doc off half-back just because... Conditioning. Yeah, well, conditioning, but I just feel like as if for the team, I don't know, like Sard and, and if, we don't really have many wingmans in terms of high-quality wingmans. So I just thought for the team, Doherty would play on the wing because I, I don't see Williams playing there for the majority of the game. So for the for the team stability, I had Doc um, yeah, going off the wing.
2: Instead of Williams, why not Newman pushing higher up?
0: I don't think he's... I don't think Newman's, uh, you know, in terms of his mobility and whatnot across half-back, I, I see him more of a... A player that's just gonna lock down, still have a bit of a delivery, but he doesn't really have that dash like a Williams or Saad off the half back to be able to break lions. No, nah, I was more talking about
2: around. Newman on I was more talking about Newman on a wing to make room for Doc in the back line.
0: I just think Doc he wing.
2: Doc he plays not Newman before. on a wing.
0: I disagree with what that. am I listening yeah. to? Nah, I don't
2: know. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, excuse me. It's not like he hasn't played on a wing before.
1: No, I know. What are you on about, Jules? I just think I just think him in the back in the back six makes sense. For me, I don't see that you're going to get the best out of him on a wing position. Right. If it was me... You're not going to get the best out of Doc on a wing position. No, no. Yeah. But you're going to get the best out of Doc off half-back and you play okay. Chair on a wing. Okay. But what's what's your... What's because your what saying? I'm saying is I would have had... Do- Listen, depends on where Doc's conditioning is at. If it was me, I would bin Williams to the interchange. I'd be playing... And we you know my thoughts on him. <laughs> I'd be playing Doc off half-back. And I'm not trying to say, Jules, you got it wrong. Who know, like, I'm not saying opinion. you got it wrong either. That's right. That's your opinion. But for me... I was waiting to see if you'd put Doc on off half back. Purely from what I've seen off Williams preseason, I'd put him on interchange. Then I've got Chera, Cripper, and O'Brien on the other wing. So that's your center line. That's my center line.
2: Chera Cripp's O'Brien. Yep.
1: Yeah. And then I've got your ruck line. Yep. Yeah, I've got Pitnett, Hewitt, and Kennedy. All right. I don't know. I've got no issues with that.
0: No, I've got no issues. I got no issues. But the way I see it is I still feel for the team, Doherty, um, yeah, I feel like as if he could be um he's probably the if he was to play um can I ask a question? Yeah. When has when has Doherty played to the best of his ability on a wing? Yeah, but we haven't really seen it for long periods of time, have we? Well, he did it last year. He did he, he predominantly yeah, played on higher up the ground. It just made sense
1: to me, Jules, to have him playing where he was all Australian. That's right. That's what was I was He was all thinking. Australian off half-back. And then you've got Chera, whose position is essentially off a wing.
2: Chera can play in or out. Correct. Jules, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily disagree. I just thought it was a good discussion. For me, I, 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 I'm with Dan. Like, Doherty off a wing doesn't make sense to me. He's a, halfback, he's a half-back flanker. He's one of the best that we've got when he's up when he's up and running.
0: Okay. So where, where does Williams play? Bench. Bench. If that... Yeah, he plays on the bench for two minutes a quarter. doesn't matter. It's about the statement the, in the bench 22. It's about, really no, about the It's not about the statement. It's about the continuity and the actual, you know, the interchange and whatnot and the balance of the team. Doherty, Doherty offers me more continuity and balance than
1: Williams will offer me. And if he has to come on, he comes on a far forward. I reckon we'll save
2: out. We'll see about six weeks in whether or not that's accurate about Williams. No, we'll I'm, see. Starting to, I'm, with Dan, I'm starting to see where Dan's coming from, and I'm very, very interested to see where Williams, what he does. I better. hope he
1: proves me on. For the sake of the guy and how he is when he was at GWS off halfback. No, if I, he can bring that, unbelievable. I haven't seen it yet. I have no issue, but I haven't seen it in any capacity. Don't talk to me about one swivel that he does in the Melbourne <laughs> game. And everyone's and everyone's. You're, you're telling me
0: the second half of the season when when Williams was playing off the half back, he didn't give you tingles last year. Last year, you do because you're like blowing me. him. But Jules, you're you know what the issue him. is.
1: Yeah, and you know what the issue is and that stroking is? at
0: the same time.
1: You're getting cut. Just be calm. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> do
2: you know what the I'm issue being is. Cut.
1: You're being cut. Look at The issue up. is this: it's true. I shouldn't expect a guy that on uh, seven fifty on seven fifty. Yeah, like I don't need to give me. To give me tingles on occasion. No,
0: to give me tingles. All right. You we're going to give You me tingles on occasion. He you gave me tingles we're the whole have... second half of the season. Oh, You're Joel, blowing him Joel. week in, week out. You'll calling call me every day. Fuck, how good's Williams, man? We're we're gonna... not...
2: hey, 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 hey. You're in hey, Spain, hey, like... hey, hey, We're going to move on. We're going to
1: move on. It's enough. I'm not doing this with him.
2: I got forward line. <laughs> I, I took the forward line and the interchange. I, I mixed in with a few comments from you boys. So, in my forward line on the half forward flank, I've got Jack Silvani, Charlie Kerno, Zach Fisher. Um, and in my, at my on my full forward line, I've got Corey Durden, if he's fit, um, which I think he will be. Harry McKay, full forward,
0: Matt Owies, other pocket. Thoughts? No issues. Yeah, don't have any issues there. Um, yeah. I just the only thing is in terms of compliment complimenting that, um, who who's who done the bench? Sorry. So, on the, the entertained. I don't think the- anyone has a, any complaints there. No. No, I think that's going to be our forward
2: six. So on the bench, I had, um, I brought in Martin, uh, Ed Kerno, Sam Doherty, Tom De Conning, with Williamson as our sub. Thoughts? Say it again Jack Martin, Ed Kerno, yeah. Ed Kerno, yeah. Sam Doherty, Tom DeConning, and then Williamson as the sub. Yeah, I don't really have any complaints there.
1: I'm pretty happy with that.
2: Emergencies then to pick from if you want to mix and change. That's Kemp, Nunes, Plowman, Setterfield, something like
0: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I just feel like what we saw in preseason, that looks like that's going to be our best yeah, time too. I think you, that's The great. only
0: thing is with the sub, not the – yeah, the sub, but I, I just think Cedarfield will probably be the sub over Williams. Oh, potentially, but, potentially, yeah. yeah. Probably I agree. Just, because of game time and stuff that he had. um he but, but, yeah, – I mean, Don't, don't be
2: surprised. Don't be surprised. You're going to hate what I'm about to say. But don't be surprised if you see Setterfield start on a wing.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can see that happening too, to be honest with you.
2: I don't yeah. want it to happen, but I'm just saying. I don't I'm think surprising. so.
1: I've uh, well, always played there this preseason, so I
0: wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think there the whole preseason. That's what I mean. But yeah. like they've given him the license that, that you know that he can that he's going to be playing there. Um, Genuinely, I, I can potentially see it happening for sure. I think he, I yeah. can see him starting there round one. To be honest with you, um, whether I agree with it or not, um, I still think he has the attributes to um, to be able to play um, play at AFL level. Um, it's just whether he has the attitude and dedication to be able to do that, I'd, I'd say.
2: All right, we'll, we'll post that Best 22 to Instagram, socials during the week. Have a look out for it. I think we're, we're going to be pretty close. What we just did there, though, and it's a good time to bring it in, Jules' favourite segment, Stick Says. Stand by your
0: man and tell the world you love him. Baby, stand by
2: So I was reading through this book, as I do. Page 54, the the chapter is A Bolt from the Blue. Page 54, it's the second section. The section is called Selection. The match committee sits, so Stick says, the match committee sits on selection each Tuesday night following training. There, the chairman of selectors presides over his fellow selectors who table various items for discussion, including training dates, teams, We're watching over the following week or two and any other relevant matters. These meetings can take anywhere from an hour and a half to four hours, but normally last about two hours. We usually go for dinner afterwards, which over the years has varied from Percy Jones' Ligon Street Bar and Bistro in Carlton, the University Bar, also on Ligon Street, and more recently, Curly Joe's in Sydney Road, Brunswick. That's what we just did in the space of about 20 minutes somehow. (laughs) Very good. Boys, to finish off, final predictions. I've already said what I want and what I believe is going to happen. We're going to come out and murder him, and it's going to be a six-goal win.
0: Carlton by four goals.
1: Carlton by 14 points. And if I don't win,
2: you won't see us next week. <laughs> no, nah, you see us next week. We'll be back. Boys. It's been a pleasure. Footies around the corner, man.